Welcome to the Decide Your Legacy podcast, helping individuals and businesses unleash their potential. Join us every episode as host Adam Gregg discusses what is holding us back and how to find hope for moving forward. Along the way, we discuss developing healthy relationships and navigating life transitions while overcoming fear, stress, and anxiety. Live the life you want, the legacy you decide. Welcome to the Decide Your Legacy podcast. This is episode number 23. And today we're gonna talk about identifying and living out your core values. So core values are principles or standards of behavior that are essential to you personally to live out. So companies have core values, people have core values. People that start companies start them usually with their own core values. Important topic, and this is something that attracts other people to you. It's one of the benefits of being really clear on what your values are, because if you don't compromise on them, you make decisions through them, using them as a filter, it can change everything really about your decision-making and the choices you make, the direction you head in your life. I'm Adam Gregg, and I'm a life coach and mental health professional. Been doing this for over 20 years, and helping people find transformational clarity and overcome their biggest fears is my purpose in life, purpose and passion. And I like to talk about things, concepts, principles, topics in such a way that you could actually talk to a six-year-old about the topic and they would understand. So that's my hope is to be very simple, not complex and applicable. So you can leave today and apply it to your life and it can transform your life. I also like to discuss topics that are good reminders to me personally. I'm a fellow traveler. I learn when I do a podcast. I learn when I speak. It's helpful to me to talk about things that are going to help me as well. So this is definitely one of these topics. Core values, this topic is important because, first of all, when you identify those values that are most important to you, you can make decisions using those. So if you're going to hire somebody, which I've used my values of the company to hire people and the best hires I've ever made, they always align with the core values of the company, which for Decide Your Legacy is intentionality and hope and courage. And so if somebody is interviewing for a job and I see they're courageous. So, I mean, I hired an intern once and he was out of the blue, called me up. He had a contact um, for me and just, I was not looking for somebody, but it was so impressed by him and his confidence and the questions he asked and his persistence that I thought, man, this guy really aligns. And so intentionality and hope, having a hopeful attitude. So I look for those things. So that's one of the major benefits of identifying your core values. It becomes a filter for you. And there's three types of values that I want to talk about. One is an aspirational value, which an aspirational value is something you want to strive for. So you could say, I mean, integrity is an aspirational value for a lot of people, something they want to strive for, or it could be a core value, or it could be a chosen value. So an aspirational value is not necessarily something you are currently living, but you want to live it in the future. A a chosen value, or you could even say a well, sometimes they're actually forced on you by other people, maybe your family, because you, sometimes you can be in conflict with your family's values. But those are things you've grown up around or you've deemed important for some reason, because maybe that's how you were raised. But then you have this third level, this inner level, and these are your core values. These are the things that if you compromised on these, you'd actually be embarrassed because they align so much with who you are. And you really wouldn't find a lot of joy in life if you compromised on them because they align so much with who you are deep in your core. And few people, I find, actually do the work to identify what their values are. 
a lot of times people know them and they can articulate them in some fashion. And often it's just kind of from their gut. They just know it resonates, but they don't go to that next level to actually really whittle them down and and say, here's what they are. Here's how I can live it out. Here's a statement based on that value. They don't do the work necessarily to talk to other people and get the clarity that really could make that value be a driver in their life. Those values be a driver in their life. So recently, I actually well, asked a friend what his values were. And he said, well, staying true to myself and enjoying life. He gave me two of them. And I really see him living those out from my observations of his life, which, you know, I don't get to see every part of his life, but I'm thinking that, yes, he pretty much does live those out. I I like to have and help all of my clients identify their top three to four core values, maybe up to six if they really want to stretch it. But what I find is that three to four range. I used to even say the two to three range. I've gotten a little more flexible over the last few years. So a lot of my clients actually have like four values that they leave with, some a couple more, but never more than six, I will tell you. And those things become a focus every day. Um, I see a lot of companies, honestly, and just working with so many companies over the years, I see a lot of companies have 10, 12 core values, at least the ones that they identify as core values. And that can be a problem because our brains can't necessarily wrap around that many different essential concepts or principles. So it becomes very hard to make those things to spread them throughout the culture and to remind the people that you work with and your colleagues that these are what we value and to make them part of your daily actions. It's just too complex. I was just talking, I do some work with a local uh, company called Textron Aviation in Wichita, and they employ a lot of people in town. They're one of the probably five biggest employers in town. And I've really been drawn to, they redid their values over the last three or four years, I think. And so here's what they are. Be human, be legendary, be collaborative, and be trustworthy. Um, at least it's pretty inspiring. I think the be human is like, wow, okay, I can be myself. I can make mistakes. It's not a big deal. I think it's great. The more that you see the company actually living them out and reminding people of them and you see the leadership living out those specific values, like they can make mistakes, they're gracious, that would be be human, be legendary, that I'm assuming that that is a good inspirational value to help people, you know, do legendary products. I mean, legendary service, that sort of thing. Be collaborative while working together, be trustworthy. So that honesty thing very big, but don't have too many. I would say three to four is great. Southwest Airlines core values, warrior spirit, servant's heart, and then fun loving attitude. So those are their three core values. And if you've flown Southwest, I mean, personally, I see them living that kind of thing out. I mean, warrior spirit, like we're going to get through this thing. It doesn't matter how many delays or whatever's going on. A servant's heart, we're going to serve people. And that fun loving attitude, you know, there's a story about somebody complaining about a flight attendant being too goofy on a plane, on a flight with Southwest Airlines. And they complained to the customer service department. And supposedly the uh, president or the CEO sent a letter to this person saying, you know, we will, we will miss you, you know, cause they, they weren't going to change their values to accommodate a customer who didn't have a good sense of humor and want to have fun on a flight. I mean, they were, they were going to stick with their core right there. So I think it's a great thing. If you're interested, kind of a side note, 
um, and you like kind of what you've heard right now, because I'm going to go into three things you need to do to clarify your core values and actually to live them out as well. That's what I'm going to dig into in the content here. But if you're interested and you like what you hear so far, you can sign up for a free tool um, at decideyourlegacy.com and you sign up for the e-newsletter, 50 relationship building questions you'll receive life balance tips, 12 life balance tips and five days to overpowering anxiety. Those are things you'll receive if you sign up. So I really encourage you to check that out. So let's go ahead and the three things you must do or you should do to clarify your core values and to live them out. One is, is find some time to get some clarity. So, you know, we're so busy and we're attached to our phones and we're not prioritizing in a lot of cases, the most important things, which are relationships, experiences, impacting people's lives. We don't step back to actually even take care of ourselves. And I believe we gotta love ourselves first before we can even start loving other people. We gotta take really good self-care. Stepping back is gonna help us to have the time to get the clarity that we need to identify what our values really are. So what can we do to step back and clear our head? I've talked about this before. You can reference actually the last podcast that was released, number 22 on connecting with your intuition. That would be very helpful to help you learn how to step back as well. But you gotta take some time to get focused, do something. Do some before you identify and actually try to do the dirty work to go ahead and say, these are what resonate as values for me. Go on a walk, enjoy a hobby, get time with friends, do something for yourself, do something to clear your head, get some fresh air. There's a link in the show notes to a worksheet that I like to give clients called Radical Self Care and its ideas for you, and you can reference that, print it off, download it, whatever, give it to your friends. It's ideas on how you can learn to step back from your life so you can gain some clarity. I haven't seen people, when they're really under pressure, find the clarity that they actually really need. They may think pressure helps them find clarity, but reality is that we get anxious a lot of times when we get perfectionistic and we work, 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 and we just do more, more, more. This is a concept that comes out of really performance psychology that we know really great high performers learn to step back and relax. And that's when they become creative. Anxiety does not breed creativity. Workaholism does not breed creativity. You're not gonna connect with your core while you're pushing, pushing, pushing yourself. You're gonna have to take a break. In fact, a lot of times we get clarity when we laugh with our friends or we pet our dog or we do something fun that has nothing to do with what we're actually searching for some clarity with because we're giving ourselves space to step back. We don't perform well when we're anxious and we're stressed. We really don't. So we got to decrease the anxiety by stepping back. You can do breathing activities. I mean, things that help you to just relax for yourself. I mean, I like the breathing activity on the Apple Watch. I do a little breathing activity or an activity sometimes where I notice five things, especially when I'm feeling stressed, like something that I can see and what it looks like, something that I can feel and what it feels like, and I name it in my mind. Something I can smell and what it smells like, something I can taste and what it tastes like. I mean, maybe a mint or something, something that I can hear and what it sounds like. And then when you do that, you actually start to decrease these uh, stress biometrics like cortisol level and your, and your breathing slows and you're actually just getting some space. We wanna decrease performance anxiety for people so they can step back. I find it interesting sometimes that teams that I work with and leaders that I work with, sometimes they 
don't use tools that could get their team to become creative and relaxed so they can solve problems. They just jump right into solving a problem. And I even get some pushback sometimes encouraging people to use icebreakers and questions and doing things that help people open up before they dig into the problem solving because it gets them to relax. I find that it's awkward for people, but when they do it, and they see the humor and the fun and they see the results because people are connecting not only to their own creativity, but to each other, then they kind of love it. But if you're interested in getting your team to relax so you guys can problem solve, check out the article in the link. It's 11 fun icebreakers for workplace and social events. And you can also, there's also a link on 20 questions to ignite meaningful conversations so that you get people to step back and relax. So journaling for you on those questions can help you step back and relax and connect with your core values as well. So that's the first thing you want to do. The next thing to clarifying your core values is use a tool. And there are some very good books. I like to use a worksheet with my clients and it's a worksheet that I am actually for you for now going to link to in this podcast. And it's on well, it's a core values work, clarifying your core values worksheet. And that worksheet is going to be something you can use after you've taken a break, step back, planned a time to just focus on the worksheet you can use to get some clarity. It's a tool. And having a tool, it'll allow you to journal your your ideas and your thoughts. It'll allow you to have some structure to this process as well. And it'll give you a recording tool that you can refer to and then make tweaks to as you go throughout the process. So you can download that PDF. So what you want to do then is, is, as you follow through, and I'm actually looking at the PDF that you can download right now, is the first thing I like people to do is to go ahead and to start doing a brainstorm. And a brainstorm basically means just anything goes, any idea about what might be a value for you go, is fair. And so you just identify, you let those things out. And there's, I think, maybe 70, 80 values on the first page that you can look at and say, man, this resonates with me. You just, you just mark it off, put a checkbox there. If it doesn't, you leave it blank. But that's where you start. So you start to think about what these values are. I mean, you get some clarity as you just brainstorm right there. So something may jump out at you in the process and you're like, that's it right there. I know that's it. Just like my buddy, when I asked him today, he knows that a core value for him is to be true to himself. So like truth, honesty with himself, something like that. And the next thing you do, again, following along in the worksheet is you identify what are some of the core values that you think people that you really admire have that you're close to. So maybe you have an uncle or a dad or a mom and you really look at their life and say, I want to have that life. I like what I'm seeing right there. And you guess and say, what might their core values be? And write some things down. And you might be surprised when you ask yourself that question, what comes up for you? What comes up from your gut? Maybe it's very clear. Maybe it's not, but write some things down. So just two people that you love and admire. And if you have two people that you love and admire that you're really close to, that you respect, that you really look at and saying, man, I really want to be them, be like them. I think you're really blessed because um, you've obviously grown up with some figures in your life that are very positive. And then you go, what are three to five core values of two famous people living or dead that I admire? And you guess what you think their core values might be. 
So what are the most essential behaviors, the things that they value the most? So, I mean, I'm a admirer of Abe Lincoln. So what would his core values be? I mean, it might be, you know, honesty at all costs, or it might have been um, perseverance, regardless of the in, of the circumstances, something. But he had some, he probably knowing Lincoln, pretty analytical guy, he probably maybe even articulated them, but not knowing him personally, obviously, but just knowing of him and all that. But so that's the first two things you do. Then go ahead and answer some questions that get you to dig deeper on your value. So what attributes do people compliment me on the most? Ask yourself that question. I mean, do they say that you're disciplined, focused, honest, you have a lot of character? I mean, those could be clues to what your most essential values are. What are your top, the top five values that you want your children to have, that you want to teach to your children? And those could be an idea and give you an idea of what you want your core values to be. So that whole intentionality, you know, I really want to teach my daughter how to be focused and disciplined in her life. And sometimes that causes conflict between me and her because maybe I can emphasize that too much, but I don't want to drop it. It's very important to me as well. And I think it's important to have success in life. And that's kind of leads to the next question. What behavioral traits give people the best opportunity to succeed in life and why? Just write those down. What do you think they are? What traits give people the best chance to succeed in life? And you are going to have different answers than me, but that's going to be a good indication of what you value the most. And then the fourth question is, and this is a little bit difficult for some to answer at first. It may take a little more time, but what values would I most want the spouse of one of my, the future spouse of one of my kids to have? And if, if you don't have kids, then a kid that you really love, you know, like your niece or nephew or somebody in your life that, and what values would you want their spouse to have? Think about that. So there you go. You clarify. And through that process, you're probably going to come up with a list of hopefully I say nine or 10 values. And then you can look at those and whittle it down to that, you know, three to six, three to four, I would say three um, to four is ideal right there. But uh, some people, three is great. I think three would be like my preference, but I think some people can't do it in three and some companies and organizations have to do four and in some cases more. But anyway, that's the step right there. And you get down and it may, it may take you an hour or two to do this. I mean, this whole worksheet, I tell people, you know, up to two hours. I've had people do some of these things over a weekend um, with their spouse and family. And that's really helpful as well because you get feedback from a friend. And that can be really helpful to say, what do you think from a friend? What do you think my values are? And then you get their feedback as well. And that may help you to whittle your top 10 down to three or four as well. Something you can think about. Third thing you do is you go ahead and you've identified your top three or four core values. Then you identify actions and statements that go along with those values. So an action, if you have identified, and I'll give you some real examples here from clients. These are all clients within the last six months. I won't identify any names, but one of them um, identified a core value of genuineness. And then he has a statement. So, and that's in your worksheet. It's gonna challenge you to have a statement with each core value. And then also actions that you can implement to live out that value. So you got two things. So one is genuineness. I will choose to be myself at all times in an effort to care for my family and others around me. He also has a core value of drive, push, drive. I will lead my life in such a way to reach my personal and professional goals and stewardship. And this guy owns a business. Um, I'm 
I can't say more about that, but he says, uh, stewardship, my life is a stewardship. It's temporary and I am accountable. And if he posts those, which I've had clients do, and that's awesome, man, they post them in their living room, their values, so they can see them consistently, um, living it out. So here's what he has. So tap into my heart and emotions, um, sit down with my wife, and girls and catch up, connect, talk to our, talk about our days together. The drive, what actions you can implement to live that out. I'll spend time each morning mapping out my day. I will attach it to two to three main goals to accomplish that day. And I will do my best to pursue the two to three most most important items that day. And stewardship, you know, here's what they have is, what he has is actions on stewardship. I'll journal two to three times a week in order to remind myself that my life is merely a stewardship. Journaling reminds me of how much I have to be grateful for and how my life is just really a stewardship. So he identified those. So some other examples. And again, this is in the worksheet. You identify a the actions that you can implement to live out those values consistently. And then you identify a statement that helps you, helps it to sink in. And so a statement you have, I mentioned Southwest Airlines, warrior spirit. Well, here's a statement they have with that. Strive to be the best display a sense of urgency and never give up. Cool. Servant's heart. Here's their statement. Follow the golden rule, treat others with respect and embrace our Southwest family. Awesome. Uh, fun, loving attitude. Be a passionate team player. That's the value. Be a fun, loving attitude. And then the statement is be a passionate team player. Don't take it too seriously. Be a passionate team player and don't take it too seriously. So, you know, those things, if you read the statement, is going to give you a deeper level of understanding of that value and some clarity. And it's going to give you a deeper level of, I think, inspiration from that value as well as it's articulated. And then companies and people will tell stories. Families will tell stories about how it's being lived out. They'll praise people in their family for living out their values. Those are great things. Boy, I mean, that's a disciplined activity. You know, I mean, I went to lunch today and my daughter got something really healthy and I can be kind of a hard person sometimes where I'm, you know, I don't know. I, I can just be too driven and everything. And, and sometimes she makes, she makes a lot of really good decisions in her life and everything. And I could see that was an opportunity to praise her to say, man, that was, that's awesome. And to just, I don't know, make it something that she feels good about and compliment her on. I, but anyway, um, you identify the values and then you identify the actions. So let's look at some other, here's another client, ingenuity. The statement is I find a way to figure situations out. Cool, adventure, I don't mind risks and enjoy taking them and then faithfulness. My word means a lot. And if I say something, I follow through with it. And by the way, if this information resonates with you, I will tell you that I have, Decide Your Legacy has an online product called Tune Up For Life. And this is one of the sections of Tune Up For Life is on this topic, but it's gonna go in much more depth while you watch and you explore the videos that are associated with the Tune Up For Life course. So the, the course, the benefit of taking the course is a transformation in your life. I mean, people leave when they're done going through this product in the course with much more clarity, feeling like they're ready to make some decisions in their life, to make changes or making better decisions than they would have had they not gone through the course. And they're inspired to go ahead and live a life aligned with their values and their purpose 
and there's a 45 page workbook. You fill in PDF. The transformation and the clarity people get, you know, it gives you the kind of, it's, I call it transformational clarity because it's the kind of clarity that says, man, I can do this next thing. I can go in this direction and I can succeed. Regardless of what other people think, I have the kind of clarity and inspiration that I can live true to myself and go to that next thing in my life. So check out the products called Tune Up For Life. But let's look at one other client's core values as well. I think this will give you some information, some good information here. So faith and the actions that this that she had with faith is, and this will give you an idea of what I mean by the actions you can take, is daily devotional, invite friends to church, spend more time in prayer. Caring is a core value for her. Write letters to family, reach out to people I haven't seen in a while, and be an active listener, which being an active listener is a skill you can learn by proving to the other person that you understand what they have said in a way that they're comfortable with. So paraphrasing basically. Then the third core value that she had is family. Some ways to live it out, family game night, plan a dinner, plan dinners, no din- no phone at dinner, during dinner. Okay, well, that's cool. Um, so there you go, some ideas, some core value samples. Um, another client, he identified his core values as kindness, optimism, and perseverance. So you can see they're different for everybody, but you get down to that level where it's like, man, I, this, this really means a lot to me. And I know, and I have some clarity that this is me. This is how I was created. This is how God created me with these values. It can really make a huge difference, um, in all the, in everything you do in your life, honestly, because it's going to help you to move forward and not get diverted because you're focusing on the things that are most important for you. So again, it becomes a filter for you and your life. So right now, what I wanna challenge you to do is to think about from this information, I want want you to think about what insight did you gain today from listening to this podcast? What insight did you gain today that you wouldn't have had if you you hadn't have listened today? You you may wanna just tuck that away. I mean, what is it that you didn't, that you gained from listening to this? And then what's an action you can take by the end of the day today? What's something that you can do by the end of the day today to apply what you've learned? Um, if you found this helpful, tell your friends, subscribe to the podcast, the Decide Your Legacy podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Would really appreciate that. Subscribe to the Decide Your Legacy newsletter, decideyourlegacy.com, and you get those free tools as well. And the last thing is, you know, Purchase Tune Up for Life if you're interested. If this really resonates with you, go out, go and check it out under products on the website and you can see all the different sections as well and the information there. So check that out as well. And that's a great product to go through with a team member or your spouse or even one of your kids that's a teenager because I like to have it as simple as possible. So I think it can really resonate with teens and even younger than that. So thanks for tuning in today. Really appreciate it. Uh, Hope you tune back in next time. And just remember that change happens, first of all, when you gain awareness. So you gain awareness that this needs to happen, this needs to change. You accept the fact that it needs to change. It's different than awareness. It's actually accepting that I gotta do something. And then you take some action. So make a decision today. Apply something you learned from today. You decide your legacy, no one else. You decide your legacy, no one else. So go out there, live life, and I'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net.